Unionville Church of Christ, January 5th, 2020. reading this morning will be Ephesians chapter 5 verses 15 through 21 and that's on page 871 in the few Bibles. Ephesians 5 verses 15 through 21. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to democracy. Instead, be filled with spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Now, if you'll humble yourself, Brother Dale will lead us in prayer. That reading gives an outline for life. Let's go to heaven, Father, in prayer. Father of art in heaven, hallowed be your name. This morning we come to you in praise and in prayerful hearts. In praise that you are our Lord, that you've given your son for us. This morning we ask a blessing upon this church and all of its occupants that we may follow that song we just sang, If Jesus Goes With Me, I'll Go. Strengthen us in that challenge, Father. As we ask a blessing upon our country, we ask a blessing upon our men and women in the service. In this time of uneasiness in our society, in our world, in this country, we ask a special prayer for this church as we need to acknowledge that we are servants and here to proclaim in word and deed your sovereignty and that where you lead us, we will go. This morning, Father, we ask a prayer for all those that that need our prayers for their health and for the situations in life. We understand, Father, that life is short, and we understand that there's not going to be life without problems, but we also understand, Father, that you are with us. You know our pain, and we can look to you for guidance and that strength that only we can get from you in these times of perils and times of illness. Help us, Father, to bond together as we pray, as we live our lives. We can be counted as your children. This morning we ask a blessing upon Brother Allen as he presents another lesson that talks about how we conduct our lives. Help us, Father, to, as I said earlier, be the servants that you expect and that you deserve. 
Again, we give you thanks for your son, for the sacrifice he made for us as sinners. That we can come to you through him for that everlasting life. We give thanks, Father. These things we ask in Jesus' name. Dale's right. The reading is a good outline for life. And I'm particularly interested in this one, one verse where Paul says, I'd like for you to be careful how you live. It is about daily life. It's about life in a new year and life in a new decade. Uh, you remember how scared we were when we broke 2,000, Y2K, we didn't know what would happen when the clock rolled over. We didn't know what happened to our computers or turned out not too much happened. We don't have that anxiety today, but it is true that we still live in days that are evil. But we're not evil. We are the children of light. We are the Lord's people, and uh, we're looking forward. To look forward, you realize that God has given us another day, another year. God has given us time to serve, to represent the Lord, and to carry out his kingdom gospel message in the world. Be very careful, then, how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. And this next phrase is really what I want to talk about. Making the most of every opportunity. Making the most of every opportunity. Living carefully, living wisely, requires a focus. It may, it may require a lot of other things, but one of the things that it requires is a focus on opportunity. What are the opportunities that present themselves to me every day? We want to look for them. And to look for them, we have to be able to recognize one when we see it. Right? You can't live wise and you can't make the most of every opportunity. You can't be careful in your living if you never recognize an opportunity. We're supposed to be looking for some of these opportunities. Jesus... Uh, by the way, they, they don't usually come with a name tag. <coughs> Hello, I'm an opportunity, you know. Jesus, in the book of Revelation, first two or three chapters there, he dictates a personal letter from Jesus 
through the Apostle John to uh, seven different churches, the seven churches of Asia. And one of them was a small church like Unionville. Uh, it was Philadelphia. And I want to read to you the opening lines of that letter from Jesus to the church of Philadelphia. This is Revelation 3. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. And what he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. And he goes on to write more things. But that opening thought, I thought was kind of interesting when I'm thinking about recognizing opportunity and making the most of the opportunities that present themselves to you. And to a church, Jesus said, now I'm the Lord. And if I open the door, nobody can shut it. And if I shut a door, nobody can open it. And then he said, see, I have opened a door for you. I know you're small, I know you're little, have little strength, but you've maintained allegiance to the Lord and to his name. So, see, that's the same thing as recognize. I don't know what this, I don't know what this opportunity was. I assume that the people there could follow along and recognize what Jesus was talking about. Some kind of an opportunity had presented itself to the church, even though it was a small church. And they were encouraged to maintain their allegiance to Christ and standing up for his name. And they were encouraged to realize the power of God, of the Lord Jesus, to open doors and keep them open to shut doors and keep them shut. And he said to them, look around, see, there's an open door. As we enter a new year, a new decade, I think we need to look around and see if we can recognize an open door. And then, who's responsible? Well, he's the one with the power to open doors. He's the, power, the one with the power to shut doors. Who's responsible for seeing? That's, that's on me. I'm to recognize opportunity, careful living, wise living, 
seeks to make the most of every opportunity. You'd never be able to make the most of every opportunity until you recognize one. Until you see it as an opportunity. And then you act on, you step through that door. Where at? Where you are. Jesus did not say, I see you folks have a small church. You ought to shut that down and go get it. Everybody ought to join a big one. You wouldn't have to worry about being small and not having very much strength. Uh, that's not what he said. In fact, he commended them for maintaining their allegiance to the Lord and proclaiming his name and says, I'm going to open a door for you and I want you to look and see it and act on that opportunity. It's where we are. It was where we have been. But it is no longer. Opportunity lies ahead. Opportunity does no longer exist in 2019. Opportunity exists in 2020. And so we try to see and recognize opportunity where we are, when we are there, and that happens to be today. And if the Lord allows tomorrow. And we can celebrate our past and enjoy what has been accomplished and what others have done. But for us, careful living will require living in the moment and making the most of every opportunity which present themselves before us and not behind us. Jesus says, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. I would take advantage of an opportunity, but I got other things I want to do. I've been doing these other things for a long time. In the context of that case, a guy said to Jesus, I would follow you. In fact, I'm willing to go and follow you, but I need to go back and spend some time with my family. And that's where Jesus says this. You cannot plow looking back. Opportunities present themselves. The service, the work of the kingdom presents itself ahead. And you go ahead. Let's go ahead and step through the doors of opportunity. We have to decide what helps, what hinders. We want to be wise and not unwise. Who helps and who hinders? What helps and what hinders? 
and make some decisions about our careful living, about how we're going to live and what we're going to do and who we're going to be with and who we're going to take inspiration from and encouragement from and who we're going to team up with and how we're going to take advantage of opportunities. We are all ignorant. Don't feel bad. <laughs> You're not the only one. I'm just as stupid as you are. That's, that's no excuse. I don't know. I, I, I'm not qualified. There are a lot of things I don't know. That's okay. That's fine. In fact, that's about as normal as it could possibly be. Nobody knows everything. question really is, are we learning? Are we growing? Are we stepping through any doors of opportunity? Are we making the most of any opportunities? It's when opportunities are acted on that more opportunities are realized. And so that may be what he's talking about, making the most. If we all, if we all have opportunities before us, then how do you tell the difference between somebody that makes the most of opportunities and somebody that doesn't? Everybody has opportunities. And the Lord demonstrates a willingness and an and an ability to open some doors and make some opportunities available. So I would think of it as cultivating the blessings that God provides. God blesses us all in many different ways. Every individual life is different. Every family is different. A different set of Blessings, provisions from God. But you cultivate, you put to work the blessings that God provides, the opportunities that God gives you. You put it to work, you optimize it. And that's not his effort, that's yours. You acting on the opportunities that he gives you parable of the talents, right? Different, uh, different blessings to each person, and they are expected to make the most of the opportunities that the landlord blessed them with. And the ones who are called good and faithful servants are the ones who made the most of the opportunity that they were given. They put it to work. They cultivated it the blessings that the landlord gave them. Would making the most of a particular opportunity lead to new opportunities? Very often that's the case. The great blessings in your life, many of those have come to you because you stepped through an open door. You made the most you could out of a particular opportunity. 
She married you. And there's a lot of other blessings that have come into your life because you were able to make the most of that opportunity. Finally, our text says, make the most of every opportunity. Mm. Boy, that's a challenge, isn't it? Because I would like to just make the most out of those financial opportunities. I'd like to make the most out of that woman that I love accepting my proposal to get married. And then just enjoy that one forever. But no, I'm told to be careful how I live, not like the unwise, but like the wise, making the most, most of every opportunity. Man, that's a whole lot more challenging because I don't even, well, I hadn't really been paying attention. I wonder how many I missed in 2019. I'm sure I didn't make the most of every opportunity. Probably never have and may never, ever. But careful living is about trying to make the most of every opportunity, every single one, every single kind. There are physical opportunities before us all. And from our youth to old age, our life, the quality of our living will largely depend on how well we made the most of every opportunity afforded to us physically. And making the most of opportunities leads to more opportunities. How about spiritually? Individually, spiritually. How do we take advantage of every opportunity? How do we make the most of every opportunity to bless our life spiritually? There are a lot of opportunities we either fail to recognize or fail to walk through the door that costs us spiritually. And what about the kingdom of God? What about our role as an individual and as a church family in the kingdom of God? What about those doors that the Lord opens and no one could shut them if they tried? Can we try to make the most of every one of those opportunities? All of these things, of course, are going to be a lifetime chore and a huge challenge. But the advice is there. And maybe, maybe just thinking about it a little bit and talking about it a little bit this morning would make us say, I need to be more careful about the way I live. I don't want to be living an unwise life, but a wise life. And I, I do need to try to make the most of every opportunity 
because it is very true. I think you would agree it's still true. The days are evil. But we're the children of light. And our Lord is stronger than any evil force out there. And if he opens the door, nobody can shut it. Doors of opportunity are out there. We need to recognize them and see them and make the most of them. We offer his invitation to you today. If you want to give your life to Jesus, if you need the prayers of the church for any reason, we invite you to come forward as we stand and sing. So I gave my life for thee in my precious blood I shed that thou might ransom me and quicken from the dead. I gave, I gave my life for thee. What hast thou given for me? I gave, I gave my life for thee. What hast thou given for me? My Father's house of life, my glory circle throne. I left for earthly God, for wandering sad and lone. I left, I left it all for thee, hast thou left all for me? I left, I left it all for thee, hast thou left all for me? And I have brought to thee down from my home above salvation full and free, my pardon and my love. I bring, I bring rich gifts to thee, what hast thou brought for me? I bring, I bring rich gifts to thee, what 